0: Welcome to another Petisco, a bite-sized chat about current topics in Portugal. Today, Sofia and I discuss Portugal's tax return calendar. What is your f- your favorite Petisco, Sofia?
1: <laughs> okay, so I like a strange thing. My favorite Petisco is moelas. Do you know what moelas are? I don't even know the English word for that. It's a piece of the chicken. <laughs>
0: It's a it's a part of the chicken. Uh, for English-speaking people, is, it's gizzards, and it's part of the, the chicken's stomach, actually.
1: <laughs> okay. Doesn't but, it sound very nice, but it tastes better than it sounds.
0: But tell us how it's prepared. and, and
1: Oh, fine. I don't know exactly the recipe, but I guess olive oil, onions, garlic.
0: No more Portuguese things. <laughs> and in a nice sauce.
1: Yes, yes, nice sauce.
0: Yeah, so it's one of those things, if you see it on a menu, don't ask what part of the chicken it is, just eat it and enjoy it.
1: Exactly, exactly, that's it.
0: So I want to discuss a a blog article that you posted recently, Sophia, which is about Portugal's IRS calendar. Okay. Let's start at the beginning and, and simplify this. First of all, what is IRS?
1: Okay. IRS, is personal income tax. It's the tax that individuals pay over their income.
0: This article um, you published, who does it apply to?
1: Okay, this specific article is for foreigners. Either foreigners that live in Portugal permanently or those who just have income that have to be declared in Portugal. They don't live here permanently, but they have property here and receive income of that property.
0: Okay, let's first speak about the people that live here. Um, obviously, it's quite simple. They make money, like all of us. Exactly. And if they
1: live here, means their main home is in Portugal. So they have to declare in Portugal their income. Simple. It's like a, a regular residence. They declare their income okay. here and they pay the Portuguese taxes over their income.
0: And that depends on the amount of income.
1: Yes, so the regular year-yes uh, rates go up as the income goes up, means it starts at 14.5% and then goes up uh, as the income grows. Okay.
0: The second person that this applies to is somebody that has a property.
1: So if you're a non-resident, you're a foreigner, you don't live in Portugal, but you own a property in Portugal. If you receive income from that property, you have to submit a tax declaration in Portugal. Meaning, if you rent your property, you have to submit a tax declaration. Also, if by any chance you sell your property, you also have to submit a tax declaration in Portugal.
0: Okay, let's just talk about the the person that rents the property out. Uh, we'll We'll come back to the sale of a property. The person that rents the property out, as far as I understand, there's two types of rentals yes. and, and 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 that means two types of tax uh, exactly. can you can you go over that quickly
1: yes so you can rent your property in two different ways we call it long term rentals and short term rentals if you want to rent your property for periods bigger than 30 days it's called a long-term rental means you rent your property for someone to live there full-time in that case your text under category f in portugal it means category f if you rent your property for holiday purposes or, or short-term rentals means less than 30 days you have to be registered for a certain category which is b and it's called alojamento local you have an activity you have to register for an activity in Portugal that it's called Algemento Local.
0: Then comes the sale of a property uh, and capital gains. So just explain what capital gains is.
1: Okay, capital gains means that you have a property, you sold it and you have to be taxed over the profit you had with that sale, so to say. Means the year you sell your property, you have an income here and you have to declare it. How is it declared? means you'll be taxed over the difference between the price of the sale, deducted of the price of the purchase, and also deducted of some expenses that are accepted.
0: Okay, just a quick example of some of those expenses in general.
1: Okay, so uh, the notary fees... When of the purchase, when you made the purchase, you paid the notary. That, that cost is deductible. The, uh, the property taxes that you paid during the purchase, which are IMT and stamp duty, also are deductible. Uh, if you pay any commission for the sale to uh, a company, you also can deduct that. And if you did any big improvements on the property and you have a property invoice issued to you, you can also deduct that. Mainly those are the ones that are accepted.
0: Okay. So if you sell the property, but you don't make any profit, uh, you don't get taxed. So that's the only good news <laughs> in that scenario.
1: Yes. You don't get taxed, but you still have to submit a tax declaration. The tax okay. declaration for capital gains has to be submitted. Either you have a profit or a loss. If you have a loss, you won't pay any tax. If you have a profit, you'll pay tax, but you will still have to submit the declaration.
0: Okay, good to know. Let's talk about those deadlines.
1: Okay, so fiscal year in Portugal runs from January to December, and then the tax is submitted between April 1st and the last day of June. Okay, so, that's so the, for the, submission.
0: the clock has started ticking already. Exactly.
1: For 2019 income, it's already time to submit your tax.
0: Okay. Your submission must be done in electronic format.
1: There's no other way of submitting the text in Portugal. Everyone has to submit their text electronically through the tax department site. For that you need to have an access code. You'll give you a personal access to the tax department site, and that's how you submit your text. Uh, usually I do that for clients because everything is in Portugal in Portuguese, of course. So It's a little complicated if you don't speak Portuguese and usually I do that for my clients.
0: Is this quite a long process in terms of all the boxes that need to get clicked and checked and and all of that?
1: (laughs) For me, it's not because I do it every day, but for someone who is not used to it, yes, it's a little complicated.
0: Tell us about some of the other, the dates that people need to be aware of.
1: Okay, so my date submission between April and June. Then, if you had income that was the subject of retention, I don't know if you know retention, but it means uh, when you're working between with a company, for example, imagine that it's a company that's renting your property. They are forced to do a retention. So when they pay you your rent, they will automatically every month retain a portion of your rental. So instead of receiving, for example, 100% of the rental, you will only receive 75 and the company will pay the government 25% like an advance over your tax. In this case, when you do your tax at the end of the year, you will balance what you already paid through these retentions to what you have to pay. And you might still have to pay some or probably you already paid too much and you will be refunded of that portion. If you are going to be refunded of the tax, uh, usually the refund occurs until the 31st of July of that year, so submitting the tax until June and the refund, usually if everything goes as normal, there are delays, the refund will be in July. If, on the other hand, you have tax to pay, usually they will send you an invoice with a date to pay but the law says the payment has to be done until the 31st of august
0: okay so after um submissions are over you'd have about two months to to
1: pay. yes yes
0: the part that nobody wants to talk about but late submissions
1: (laughs) there are fines of course and interest if you submit your declaration too late In the cases where you forget to submit your declaration or something like that, and you submit it too late, of course, there might be fines and interest, but the payment in this case will occur until the end of the year. Okay. Instead so of okay. Of all.
0: so if, I'm, if I'm half asleep and I forget um, and I get some, some fines or some interest, I have until the end of the year to pay that. Exactly people can get in touch with Portugal Accounting to to help declare their
1: IRS. I'm there for it, yes.
0: Okay. Sofia, I'm going to let you call it.
1: Okay, so that's all for today. It's a wrap.
0: Follow the links in the show notes for the full blog article about Portugal's tax return calendar. Please subscribe to this podcast, share it with your friends, and we'll be back again with a new patishku next week. Welcome to The Simple Life.